It's the morning of Saturday, the 18th of February, 2023, here right now. I've gotten up maybe like 20 minutes ago or something. And I feel like I'm about to have a really insane conversation with you. And when I say conversation, obviously, I mean, I'm talking and you're listening. So it's one way. But I really feel like I need to speak this out. And I was like, who can I call? Who can I call right now that I can speak this out to? And, you know, there are a range of people. There's a few people who I could call. But I actually felt like this, I wanted to open this up into a bigger discussion, a bigger discussion around living your authentic life. So the life that is true to you, your authentic expression of it. And I have this belief that everyone's authentic life is unique to them and what that looks like is unique to them and how that plays out is unique to them. And when we honor that, then we very easily and joyfully find ourselves um, in our flow, in our best selves in like humming through life in a really beautiful and symbiotic way not that challenges don't occur they occur no matter what lifestyle you're living that's just part of life but because you're living your authentic life navigating them is that much more fluid and easier and it's been a topic for me because I feel like I'm not living my authentic life And I say that with some shame and some regret and some fear and some confusion and uncertainty, but also admitting that to myself, I'm quiet because I'm thinking about how I want to say these next few things. Admitting that to myself has opened up a door for curiosity and for new solutions to come in. So I feel like maybe I need to rewind a little bit, backtrack a little bit to give you some context. Firstly, those of you who've been journeying through life alongside me for many years now know that I spent a good portion of my life on the road traveling and it wasn't because I was like I want to travel the world it was more that that was the lifestyle that felt most authentic to me and I've always done it quite slowly like I'd spend long expansive time in each place I don't rush through places I'm not interested in sightseeing I'm more interested in connecting to a place and its people And then kind of like a pollinator, like a butterfly or a bee, taking those little gems of experiences and connections with me into the world and then sharing them further on. And while living the traveling lifestyle, and I don't like to call it like, what what are some of the terms that people use these days? Because I started doing it basically when I was a kid, like... When I moved out of home, I started traveling 
first in a car, then I went to uni and I traveled in my summer holidays and went to like um, Central America and Asia and places like that when I was like 22, 23. Such a different place now, like <laughs> almost 20 years later. They're unrecognizable to the places that I visited when I was in my early 20s. It's so wild. Um, and then I started working for music festivals and I traveled all over Europe and the Middle East and North Amer- North Africa and um, Europe, all over Europe. And, and then more of Asia. And like, I just kept traveling. And then sometimes I would stop for a while, I think, from like, 28 to 31 something like that like there was two to three years there that I lived in Sydney in Australia first in oh I'm trying to remember in Paddington and then in Bondi and that was a really beautiful period of my life but you know at some point it was time to travel again so I I went to Europe Again, I mean, I'm European. I'm a European citizen. I'm Austrian by passport. By passport, also by birth. But it's probably the country I've spent the least amount of time in of all the countries. Um, Yeah, so Europe again. Then I went to Mexico again. Like Mexico, I've been to Mexico since I was 15. Over and over and over again, I have some kind of weird wild special connection with that country and I don't understand it but I appreciate it um yeah Mexico Central America North America I spent a good six months in North America first living in San Francisco and then living in LA which is really interesting I would really love to there's two things I'd love to do one is I'd love to try living in Southern California, like closer to San Diego, but maybe not San Diego. I don't know, somewhere between LA and San Diego. I'd love to sort of live somewhere there. For some reason, I feel really cool to it. And I also would really love to do a road trip across the States from like the East to the West Coast or something like that. But like a long road trip, like for three months or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, and I kept traveling and traveling and then I went to Australia again. My mother lives in Australia and, and I spent a lot of my childhood there. So I have that connection. I'm like trying to give you context for those of you who don't know. Um, and then I met my, my partner, like a, a guy I was seeing for a few years in Australia. So we, then we lived in Australia for a year and then New Zealand for nine months and then traveled around Southeast Asia for six months, which I really loved. Though his way of traveling was very different to mine. He really liked to go fast and hit a lot of places. And I remember getting to a point of like exhaustion and burnout, which did not feel good at all. And I used to always work on the road, but when I was traveling with him, it was impossible to work on the road because of the speed that he wanted to travel in. And then we moved to Canada. And and then we tried to do the whole like house family thing. But then I realized that, you know, he was a really great travel partner. But as a person, I did not like him that much. 
and also did not respect him. And also, he did not meet my needs or see me at all, which only became really clear once we stopped and we, we tried to settle. And I was like, wow, like I've never felt so lonely in my life and I'm in a relationship that's supposed to be like the one, as in the one where you choose to settle down with someone. <laughs> Because I don't think there is just one to one and there's different forms of that. Um, and so I left and went to Mexico again because it's my happy place, one of them anyway. And um, then, you know, the unraveling of the relationship happened. I tried to convince him to move to Mexico with me actually and he did not want to, which is fair. And... Um, and we eventually broke up. So I then I went to London for the summer because London is one of my other happy places and had a summer of just reclaiming myself. I would, I traveled with a friend of mine through Eastern Europe for a month. We went to Albania and Croatia. Was that it? I think that was it. But it was, and Greece. Um, that was like, I spent a lot of that time trying not to cry because I was, even though I didn't want to be in that relationship, obviously I had to untether all of the parts of myself that I had invested into our future, our potential future together. And then, yeah, I had a summer in London and that was really reviving. And I'm like, it's no secret that I do not enjoy winter. I find winter really difficult. I'm living in Mallorca on a beautiful island right now. And even here, winter is difficult definitely not like in London. So anyway, I left London um, to go back to Mexico and kind of settled myself there. So my traveling was, it was already really slow, but it became even slower. So I spent a year and three months in Canada. That's the longest I'd been in one place for quite a long time. Usually it was like maximum six months. And then London for, for six months. And then Mexico and then you know I kind of based myself in Mexico I had to leave every six months because of the tourist visa but I like rented a a house and kind of set myself up there and, and lived there for a while I lived there for about two years but I left quite a lot and then um my cat danger came into my life who's now cuddled up next to me which was such a beautiful blessing and has taught me so much, but also a burden in many ways because <laughs> it definitely changed the way that I was able to move around, or at least I thought so, until this morning when I had this epiphany, perhaps. I, like, I told you this is going to be a really crazy conversation. Let me get there. So um, I left Mexico because of a couple of things. One was I just, you know what, I love develop, living in developing countries because I love the aliveness and I love the being part of the world in that way, kind of way of living. But also I really appreciate the Western and more developed world where there's so many structures and systems and support and like wonderful things in place that make life easier and better for us. I appreciate both for different reasons. And as my business has evolved and grown and developed over the years, I was needing more of those systems and structures in order for it to continue to grow. And so I decided to come to England for, like, I think my plan was like six months. And then I think a week after or two weeks after I arrived, 
the country locked down because of the first wave of the global pandemic, which we shall not name. <laughs> um, and so then I was suddenly forced to stay in one place. And like, that, that's okay. I decided I was in Brighton and I think Brighton is really beautiful. Um, and it was very calm and chill and quiet and, you know, living by the sea. And that's another thing in my, in like a part of my authentic living is that I need to be near a body of salty water, whether it's the ocean or the sea or the channel or whatever it is. Like that's just one of my things. You know, some people are mountain people. I'm ocean people. And like I need that in my life. And it's so weird to recognize that in, in yourself and to acknowledge that this is something that is part of your makeup. I used to for many years think that I could literally exist anywhere and and find a way to be happy and fulfilled, but it's actually there are some elements I just need. One is I need beauty, whether that's natural beauty or aesthetic beauty. I need beauty. I can't live in like ugly chaos. And the other is I need water. And the third is I need sunshine. <laughs> like those three elements are really important to my authentic life no matter where I go and I I can choose them and I can create them anyway so I was in Brighton and um, that first summer was really beautiful really quiet but really really beautiful and somehow magical and mystical because also it was so quiet and and everyone was sort of turned inward and it also was a very um, beneficial time for my business. It grew a lot during that time because people had time and money and they wanted to get support and they wanted to get help. And that was amazing. Um, and then I suffered a heartbreak and winter came and there were more lockdowns. And then there's all this just snowball effect of difficult, challenging experiences landed me in a place that felt really really dark and and I don't know what the word is is just it was like living in some kind of anxiety or something and just trying to get through each day in the most basic way and it was very strange and I remember like spending weekends with one of my best friends in London I just take the train go spend two days in the night with her, come back. And and we would just take long walks in the Heath, which is Hampstead Heath, for those of you who don't know, is one of my favourite places in the world and it's very magical to me. And I have literally walked that Heath across the last 15, 20 years so many times, healing heartbreaks, unravelling confusion, making big life decisions, trying to navigate like weird depressive anxiety episodes all of the things that that place has held me through is really really special to me yeah yeah wow sorry (laughs) it's like getting lost in memories right now um and and also winter winter is really challenging for me like I'm a better kinder human when there's sunshine I'm gonna take I just realized my matcha is getting cold next to me I made it 
It's quite strong. I don't know what I did wrong. Usually I make it really well, so excuse me. Yeah, I'm definitely getting cold. Um, yeah, and the winter was really hard. And so by like April, March, April, oh yeah, and then that summer like just didn't happen. It was so cold. I remember counting exactly 11 sunny days. That's that second summer, so that's 2021. And, but I'd already decided by April that I wanted to leave. That as much as I love England and the UK and especially the nature, there's a rigidity there that doesn't, that isn't good for my soul. And I feel that way, not just about England. I feel that way about many developed countries where the rigidity really, just as I love, and as I was saying earlier, I love the fluidity of undeveloped countries and really I'm challenged by the rigidity of developed countries the reverse is also true there are certain parts of the rigidity that like the structures and systems I really love and appreciate and value and make use of and the lack of safety and security and and support in the in the fluidity of unstructured places is also a challenge for me. So there's like, you know, there's two sides to every coin and I'm always trying to find a way to have the best of the good sides of the coins. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I'm like I will I want to take this, but I don't want to take that. I just want to take both at its best and not the other at its worst. Um, wow, this is becoming such a tangent. Anyway, so, um, I was there for the summer, partly because I had some commitments that summer that I needed to be in the country for. And then by October, September, I planned to leave, but a few things happened in October. I finally left. And originally I didn't know where I was going to go. I, I, had all of these ideas of maybe checking out a few different places like going to the south of to Greece somewhere or in the south of France um also Portugal and then Mallorca was they were like all of them were options but for some reason all the options that I originally had or thought I had fell through except for the Mallorca one and so that's where I went I went to Mallorca I rented a room in a hotel, like I just booked a hotel room for like a month and looked, so got to know the island a little bit. I'd never been here in my life. I was just cold. And um, ended up finding an area that I liked and looking for an apartment, finding an apartment, which is where I live now. And I've lived for almost a year and a half in May it'll be a year and a half in this apartment and it's been such a sanctuary and I absolutely love it and over the period of time I've slowly decorated it in my own way and made it pretty and cute and put my paintings excuse me put my paintings up and you know made it my home with danger obviously so he traveled with me from Mexico and then from Mexico we landed in Brighton together and then from Brighton we drove all across Europe to this island in Spain and have lived here ever since. 
And there's a few things. One is that I've tried to create this as a home base and then go away for trips and travel quite regularly in order to sort of give myself the momentum and the lifestyle that I know that I need. So there's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm quiet because I'm trying to find a way to verbalize all of these thoughts and feelings that are that exist in my body in a way that makes sense, that I can communicate it well. So I think I need to sort of speak to who I am and what living my authentic life looks and more importantly feels like. So, you know, I spent so much time traveling and then it was always really, really slow and then it slowed down even more and I spent, you know, from like six months in a place to a year in a place to a year and a half in a place. Um, and I've always known since I was very young that I'm nomadic by nature. Like it's not about going to places and it's not about arriving anywhere. It's more about the in-between. I love that feeling of momentum and movement through the world and being a part of the world and existing in the world in this moving nomadic way. It's just something that feels so right to me in my body and I enjoy so, so, so much. And it's never about the destination and it's never about arriving. It's really about being on the journey. I love that feeling of being on the journey. I love the feeling of being between places. I love the feeling of just existing in the world in this raw, alive, wild way where everything is completely new and and you're just so present to it all and I think this is why I love traveling because it's much easier to be present to what is here with you right here in the moment when you're somewhere unfamiliar than it is when you're going through the movements of day-to-day life in a way that is so familiar and you know this is something that is definitely part of my spiritual practice is to bring a lot of presence to each moment but when I exist in one place for a long period of time I end up feeling like I'm just living out groundhog day like I've been here before and I've done this before and like what am I doing with my life there's this real sense of dissatisfaction and and dis disalignment misalignment I don't know there's just this weird sense of like what am I doing with my life when it feels really repetitive it happened the other other day when I went to the supermarket to pick up groceries I don't like buying groceries to begin with and when I can I try and go to farmers markets and cute little stores but you know there's some things you just need supermarkets for they're so helpful for like toilet paper and like you know the big life things and going up the escalator with my cart and just feeling like wow like this is my life I like get consumables consume consumables they go into the waste bin 
and repeat. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is it. This is this is life. This is what I'm meant to be doing. And that feeling is so disheartening to me. And so for a, for a long time, I've been trying to figure out where the perfect balance is for me. So, you know, I love also having a home. I love having a place where I put all my things and I feel really safe and really rested. And like, I do enjoy having a home, especially this home. I really enjoy having this home. Well, also I really enjoyed having, actually, I've enjoyed all my homes. <laughs> so it's not like, oh my God, I, I don't want that. I do want that, but I also want movement. So my idea was to have a home base here and then travel whenever I could, as often as I could. And a couple of things. One is if I go for longer trips, I always have to find a cat sitter for danger. So that's proving to be more difficult than it used to be for some reason. I Yeah, I don't know why, but it just hasn't been fluid lately. And that's okay. I'm really accepting. Like life is always guiding us and showing us where we need to, where there's space for us to look at things from a new perspective. So I was like, okay. Um, and then I also figured out that I can leave him for up to four days and four nights. And he's fine. You know, he's got food, he's got water, he's got a safe space, he's got everything. And so that's good. And I can do that. However, I noticed that when I went away for four days, those, the, it was too fast for me. It didn't suit my, my way of like slowly moving through the world, taking it all in because I only had four days. And in those four days, I wanted to see as many people as I could and do as many things as I could. And I'd always come home completely exhausted and depleted. So basically, I've been finding out that living this like have a home base but go away for short trips life is a solution but does actually not suit my personality that well. It's still not me living my authentic life. And I'm really struggling with this because I want to live my truth. I want to live the authentic expression of myself. I really don't care about what society says you should do or could do. And I look at people who have lived in the same town or in the same country and in the same place their entire lives. And I find it completely fascinating. I admire them so much. And at the same time, I know that's just not for me. And I've definitely looked into, you know, is there something I'm running from? Is there something I need to sit within myself? Is there something that I need to change? Or is it that I just need to accept myself as I am and then accommodate who I am through my choices and actions? And I'm not someone who's afraid to look at themselves with honesty and I'm certainly far from perfect. I I have my own set of, you know, humanness like we all do. But I'm really certain on the fact that this innate desire to be in the momentum of life through movement, through moving through the world, 
it's just a neat part of my authentic self and it's not any kind of desire to run from something or to something or avoid something is literally just who I am and it's really really hard because society and our world is not set up to support that like (laughs) the systems aren't available for that kind of nomadic living but the more I look into it I was reading a um, National Geographic article on it today about you know just the fact that we were nomadic from the beginning until we started to have agriculture in one place and even then we were quite nomadic and it's quite a modern thing that also not everyone has adhered to some people continue to live their own nomadic lives in their own ways very very often very modest ways but what has become the social social norm is to have a house in one place and you live there and you stay there and you exist there forever and ever at the end. And I'm certain that works really beautifully for some people, but I'm not those people. It doesn't work beautifully for me. I feel so trapped and disillusioned and so discontent and not myself when I spend too much time in one place reliving what it feels like Groundhog Day and I want to really say like one of the gifts this life has given me is the ability to make friends and build community in new places really really quickly partly because I've had to learn to because I've I've lived this way for so long but partly I think also It's the way that I'm, it's like part of my makeup. It's just something that comes naturally to me. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the community that I've grown and nurtured here in Mallorca. So like just the most incredible women that I love and adore. And the same in Brighton. Like I just met so many wonderful, wonderful people that I treasure so dearly. And I feel that way about every place where I've left a little part of my heart and soul in that place with the people that I love. And yet, it's not enough. It's not enough for me to have that community. I still need that momentum. And so last night, I feel like I'm finally getting to my point. Thank you for being here with me. Um, I was journaling about all of this sort of the fact that I have so much to be grateful for and I love so much of what I have and yet I feel really dissatisfied, like I'm not truly alive. And that I don't think I should have to force myself to be someone or something that I'm not. And I'm just, by nature, I'm someone who thrives from and feels inspired by inconsistency. It's actually who I am. And something else I really love and thrive from is minimalism, like not having a lot of stuff. I know it sounds weird. It probably sounds so strange to some people, but I love living out of a suitcase. I love knowing what I have, where it is, and that I can easily make use of it. And it's so interesting, like living in places for longer periods of time, you know, first in Brighton, started collecting a few things, like a couple of vases and some glasses and like 
in Mexico, I bought these gorgeous cushion covers that I absolutely love. And then here, you know, I've accumulated a few more things. And then this rug that I bought in Morocco like 10 years ago arrived that my ex-boyfriend sent me plus a few other things. Like, you know, slowly I'm accumulating more things. I don't own any big furniture or anything. Um, I probably could still fit everything I own into my car. It would be a tight squeeze. But, you know, like, I just don't care about things that much. I love clothes. I really love clothes, but I love clothes because of the expression and the clothes are something you can pack and take with you and wear and, 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 uh, I love clothes and I love, like, a little bit of self-care stuff. But apart from that, and my journal, obviously, and danger, I don't want or need anything. Like, I look at all the things. I'm like, it's really pretty. makes my house look really cute. But I don't care about any of these things. I really just do not care. And I do not like owning lots of stuff. It just doesn't mean anything to me. It's so meaningless to me. It's so much more meaningful to me to be experiencing the world, to be feeling alive in the world, to be feeling like I'm a part of the world through moving through it. (sighs) This is such a topic for me because I feel like I need permission to do what it is that I want to do. And I also need solutions to make what I want to do possible. So... This morning, when I was still half asleep, I woke up. I don't know if you ever get this, but sometimes I wake up really early in the morning, like 6 a.m. And I have these like crystal, crystallized ideas in my mind. And my mind was like, basically, if you can train danger to travel in a car with you, if you can train him to like be on leash and if you can train him to be comfortable in a car without the like carriage box thing like just to exist in the car you could actually travel you could pack up the stuff put whatever you want to keep longer time in storage which hopefully wouldn't be a lot of stuff um and take what you want to take traveling and take off for like three or six months and go slow like book airbnbs for a month here or there just move through the world in the way you want to move through it but with danger and with all the things and I was like is that completely insane like I feel like a crazy person thinking about that like even considering that but it also makes me really happy like it was the first time in a really long time that I felt that expansive joyful feeling in my chest like yes that's what I need and I'm like where do, where am I gonna go like there's not like I'm not Again, I'm not one of those travelers who's like, I want to see all these places. It's more that I want to feel the feeling of being in different places and the feeling of moving through different places and the feeling of meeting new people and seeing their world, the world through their eyes. I don't know. So I guess this recording is partly just to share my process and partly... <laughs> because I want feedback, (laughs) because I feel like this idea feels really insane. I don't even know if it's doable. Like, it's going to take a few months for Danger to learn how to be comfortable on leash and to walk in the streets. He's very shy. He's very, gets scared very easily. 
um, and be comfortable in the car. And then maybe, maybe it's possible. I definitely Googled all of this early this morning, right after I had this weird epiphany. Um, so I was like, okay, I noticed two things. One is after journaling, this is a solution my subconscious has given me that it's a really fucking weird solution. And two, I feel really expansive and open in my heart and in my body when I feel into the concept of like just being on the road again in my own weird, unique way with my cat. Because I don't want to rehome him. I like I like our coexistence. <laughs> and I also I don't I'm not a huge planner. Like in six months time, I might want something completely different. Maybe I'm like, no, I love living on the island and coming back. Or I might be like, I found a new place where I want to base myself for the next however long. Or we're going, I don't know, to Central America to get, I don't know. That seems even more crazy. But like, I'm sitting with this information right now. And I also just wanted to speak it out loud. (laughs) Because I do feel really, really mad. But I also want to honor living my authentic life and I realize that that is in movement in some way and you know there's a part of me that's like maybe if the solution isn't having a home base and going away for short trips maybe the solution is having two homes and living six months in one place and six months in the other and I've not tried that yet and that might be another solution that works really well for me and so that that way I could also avoid any real winters, which is clearly important to me, like to do, to, to be, in, to have homes in two places where I can choose to spend the warmest part, parts in each place, if that makes sense. So like one of my dreams would be to like have a home here and have a home in Mexico and then I could go between the two that would be really beautiful and ideal in many ways um but then I don't know if that's the solution either if I would still be missing that moving momentum feeling that I just thrive from so much so I guess you know my life is an experiment as ever I mean I created my career based on my own personal experiences and my passions and my interests in order to support me figuring out what my lifestyle, what my ideal lifestyle and what living my authentic life would and could look like. And I know like life is constantly an experiment. All of it is just us trying to figure out what works for us. Either that or we just make peace with the status quo and we live that life and that existence and if we're happy that's fine like you know everyone has their own thing I'm not here to judge anyone or um project any ideas onto anyone else all I want is to the freedom and the autonomy to make the right choices for myself so that I can live out my authentic life in an authentic way um and for me movement is just part of that like as I said earlier I am just nomadic by nature and I know that I've known that from you know like my late teens I've known that and 
obviously how that works and what that looks like is constantly changing and evolving because we're constantly changing and evolving but the baseline still exists there and so right now I'm trying to figure out how I can make this a reality in a way that honors me but also works in a practical sense <laughs> and honors the responsibilities I've taken on like my business I still need to have internet connection I need to have some form of stability you know that's why I like to travel really slowly. I can stay in a place for a few weeks or even a few months. And you, I have that stability in the lifestyle, but without the constriction of having to commit to this place forever and ever and ever, because that's just not my nature. And then my other commitment is obviously my cat, whom I love so much. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't. This is not a podcast with answers. This is a podcast with questions and an open-ended invitation to further extend this conversation and share it with you as an as a opportunity for us all to reinvent the ways we choose to live our lives knowing that no matter what choices we make we also always um what's the word You know, when we're choosing one thing, we're also not choosing another. Come on, what is that word? I just used it yesterday. I wrote a whole article on it. Um, compromise. There we go. Like every choice is a compromise. Like choosing to live in this nomadic way is also compromising some of the consistency and security and whatever that I might feel. Or like, you know, having a place to put all my things or like the comfort of going somewhere familiar like all of that I compromise and I know that and it's also stressful on the body to constantly be moving which is why I move really slowly and yeah every choice is a compromise and knowing that still making choices that align with our truth and our authenticity and who we are as individuals and as people and I guess I want to carve that path out for myself on my own terms and I always have wanted to but I've reached a new a new level in this game of life of having to make new decisions around how I do that and what that looks like okay thank you so much for listening I would love to hear your thoughts and comments and feelings and reflections on your own choices and lifestyles and compromises you've had to make and I'm curious where this is going to lead me and all of us from here